Now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan. Top of the morning. And Dave Strandberg will be very happy to know that I got <clears throat> new reading glasses. Oh, wonderful. Can you tell? Can you tell? Can you see? That's the key. Well, a little bit. <laughs> okay, good. Then they work. That's a tough question when you ask me, can I see? Uh, yeah, we're back. Hey, Russ Francisco joins us on the Frenzy. And good morning to Russ and everybody listening this morning. Good morning. How are you? Well, kind of bummed a little bit. I got a call from Gene Shaw just minutes ago. He said that they are going to postpone the uh, United Northern Sportsmen's fishing, ice fishing tournament for Sunday. Are they going to still try and do it this year? Yeah, they will try. They've got a date set in February, and here's the problem. He told me what it was, and I forgot it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, February is a short month, so. Pick a Sunday in there. That's the day. Oh, nuts. Uh, I'm sure Gino Gino is probably listening. He'll call and say, hey, dummy. Uh, We'll find out. But uh, the reason will be the ice is okay. Not The ice isn't bad anyway. But the wind's expected to be what, Dave, on Sunday? Uh, Wind chills around by 40 below, something like that. Ah, Good idea. And, Russ, you were going up there too, weren't you? Uh, We got no prize. I don't know. I I, uh... Uh, we had some shows coming up, but I think we're I think we're okay on those right now. Just finished Minneapolis, and yeah. and now we're getting ready for Duluth. So Duluth opens on the 16th, so that that'll keep us busy. Well, Tom Zanenko, uh kind of canceled his uh, St. Paul uh, ice fishing show. What, what was the reason down there? Um, it's, it's it's two reasons, I, I, and and the official reason is that they. Uh, they were having a hard time getting manufacturers to participate. The unofficial reason is that um, it, it, the Twin Cities is tough oh. right now to get people to go downtown. Yeah. And uh, although we had a wonderful ice show there, you know, and, and things like that, but shows are getting tougher and tougher. Manufacturers are getting tougher and tougher uh, as to the participation. Um, it's expensive. These halls have gotten so expensive. Um, uh, it's, it's three, four times as expensive as it was uh, a decade ago. So mm-hmm. you've got to turn a lot of stuff through. And that show just hasn't been uh, really accepted. Well, we just like I said, we finished Minneapolis. It was pretty good, but better than I expected. So that was good. Good. Well, I know a buddy of mine, Steve Young, from uh, Lake Vermilion, had a fun time with you. So thanks for entertaining old Steve. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. It's always a good time. Yeah. yeah. I think one of the things we've noticed is, is in shows is that in smaller metropolitan areas, shows are growing, and in the larger ones, they're not. Part of that is all the nasty <clears throat> uh, information, and, and people get worried about going downtown. Part of it is, is in Duluth, for instance, we don't have a lot of other things going on this time of year. You know, right. we have fishing and stuff like that, and we have a show, everybody goes. Twin Cities, they have all kinds of things going on. Yeah. Yeah, it got kind of rowdy, I understand, in the parking lots down there, so we'll just leave it at that. You can use your own imagination. Uh, some good deals at Marine General Supply, please. Well, lots of stuff going on. You know, we, we need to we need to get ready for these shows. We need to move stuff out. So so all the clothing, I mean, uh, floating suits, jackets, pants, everything, all half price. Boots, half price. Um, the hats, gloves, and mitts, half price. 20% off all the ice tents, 20% off all the augers, uh, 30% off ice rods. It's no big secret. It's been sort of a flat year overall for the manufacturers. So we even bought some extra stuff. We bought a bunch of uh, Otter Lodges. They're normally 1200 bucks in the Pro Series, buying for $800. Uh, it's just one of the things. They want to move stuff through. We've got to place orders for next year pretty quick. So uh, we're going to do this right through uh, the week going into the show, and then we'll move all that half price stuff into the show like we always do, and then we'll start converting this store to spring after middle of february how has fishing been 
lately? Actually, if you can get out, fishing isn't that bad. It's, it's, uh, there's some big fish being caught. Um, it just, there's, you know, we you and I talked about it for years. When more people go, fishing's always better, right? Yeah, there's right. more people. And there's just not a, enough people going. And it's tough going. And a lot of people want to drive on the ice, and you can't. Uh, but this cold snap will help us. Maybe we can get four-wheelers and snowmobiles on pretty easy. Uh, I don't know if we'll ever be driving cars on it, but, but uh, uh, at least in most places. But uh, uh, if we can get snowmobiles and four-wheelers to go, that won't be bad. You're going to have your uh, Lawrence University going again? We are. We just, in fact, uh, uh, Mickey Chambers is going to run it this year, and he, he called me up and he says, uh, I don't really have time to make all the plans. I'll just show up and teach the class. So <laughs> I'm working with Chris uh, at, uh, at Shamrock. Yeah. So I'll get all that information out to people. But uh, we'll start signing people up this weekend, and uh, and we'll get that information out next week. We'll get it on our website and stuff. So uh, that'll be good. And uh, the show is always fun. Good deals at the show. i got to tell you, there'll be shows, deals at this show that will be at no other show in the country uh, because of the Great Lakes. So they want to keep moving Great Lakes stuff, and this is a strong area for Great Lakes. So we'll have rebates on downriggers. The rest of the country has been canceled for the year. We'll have rebates on electronics. You will not see anywhere else in the country. So uh, this is sort of cool. I'm real proud that they were able to put it together and, and still run specials like we used to. And in some of the big towns, they won't have any specials. And one of the highlights will be Ted Takasaki. He's a great fisherman and a great uh, storyteller, and he can relate a lot of information to our folks. Yeah, he's, he's, if you ever haven't had the chance to talk to Ted Takasaki, take the chance because it makes you smile just to have him talk to you. I, I intend to have him on the show uh, when, when you guys are up here. Russ, thank you very much. Right. Keep talk a tight you. line. We'll take a break. We'll be back with more right after this. I'm Rob Driesland, and this is from the pages of Outdoor News. Interesting story here today from out east out of Chesapeake Bay. We hear a lot about invasive species that cause a myriad of problems. Most of the time, the public and natural resources agencies cope with these creatures as best they can. This one involves Nutria, a creature that looks like a cross between a beaver and a muskrat, and it's actually a success story. I'll tell you more about the effort to eradicate Nutria from Chesapeake Bay when we return. Welcome back. They look like scruffy, oversized rats armed with large beaver-like orange teeth and flat noses. They're called Nutria, and they've ravaged thousands of acres of marshland on the Delmarva Peninsula that stretches along the coast of Delaware, Maryland, and Virginia. But after a two-decades-long $30 million effort to trap and kill the invasive species, wildlife experts have claimed victory in eradicating Nutria from the shores of the eastern side of Chesapeake Bay. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service teamed up with several agencies, including the U.S. Department of Agriculture's Wildlife Services and the Maryland DNR, along with private landowners and wildlife experts to catch and kill about 14,000 invasive nutria that had proliferated in a 170-mile stretch that crosses the three states. It's been seven years since the last nutria was caught and killed in the area, and that's a wildlife management success story. I'm Rob Dreesline, and this has been from the pages of Outdoor News. Read more at OutdoorNews.com. You're listening to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. That's the only chord I can play on a guitar. Oh, really? Wow, good for you. That's one chord more than I can play. It's just one string, and you plunk on it, and then you hand it back to your buddy there. Pat Kukul is up and at him this morning at Superior Shooter Supply. Good morning. Good morning. Can I be your backup singer then? What songs do you know? All of them. All of them. Uh, <laughs> if you were to, if you wanted to sing, I'll give you a second to think. One song. What would it be in front of a live audience? Amazing Grace. <laughs> <laughs> 
Isn't that a cafe? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, amazing grace. How sweet thou art. All right, back, Google. Superior shooters. Hey. What? You know what we're going to do today? We're going <laughs> to... No, I have no idea. I don't I'm even know what I'm going to do. <laughs> you know, it's the time of the year when there's about hundreds or maybe a thousand new introductions in the firearms industry. Mm. You know, the shot, the shows are over, and there's so many that it's difficult to address. But I think the one that probably caught my eye because we're from it's a Henry the Henry repeating arms rifles. You know, it made it on, in New Jersey and now in Wisconsin. Lever actions, people love them, love them. Made in traditional uh, handgun rifle calibers. And, you know, back in the West, of course, yeah. your your revolver caliber matched your rifle caliber. Had to. So only had to Not going to yeah. carry all that ammo. All that ammo. And, you know, that was that's the basis of all this. And they're, they're just wonderful, wonderful traditional uh, firearms. Well, they came out with a pistol semi-automatic carbine in a 9mm this year. And... and uh, so everybody's going, what? What? But, what? But, you know, there it is. It's a handgun caliber that you can use in a rifle. And this is not a new idea, of course, you know, Ruger PC carbines. There's been a lot of them. Uh, and kind of think about, you know, the, the Ruger Mini, which was only a two twenty three, of course. But this one is a 9 millimeter, And I guess why it's it, because it's so out of context for Henry. But it, the, uh, it's there. Um, it's got a wood stock, an ambidextrous safety. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah, uh, as they've you can have either the propriety magazines for Henry's, or they have an attachment where you can use Glock or Smith and Wesson, which isn't a new idea, but it's a good one. Yeah. And uh, it's just it's supposed to come out. This is what I'm saying in February, which doesn't mean on February second we're going to have them on our shelves. But it does mean that they actually said that they're going to come out then. But it's kind of such a, a different thing for them to do, and backed by their quality, which is huge. You know, they've always just been a solid, solid uh, manufacturer, and everything, of course, is made in the United States. Really interested to see, you know, what mm. what's coming out in that. The other thing, which is we're all familiar with, Savage, and of course they they have the Savage Stevens, which is kind of the entry level for theirs. And they came out with um, uh, a rifle uh, with a wood stock. You can get it in synthetic. But I think, you know, people just, there's people that still like the wood. Wood's cool. Yeah, it is. And it's got a Picatinny rail made in the, and I've I've actually handled that one. And it's really a nice looking firearm. And that's going to be around three, you know, maybe start at maybe 359. They have their Savage Axes. They've kind of raised in price a little bit, which is fine. And that's in their Savage line. Their Stevens line is is a little bit uh, different and, you know, more termed entry level. Hmm. So those are the two names that we're familiar with. There's no way I can go into every new product because there's just too many of them in this industry. But those two caught my eye. I like so, it. I, I've always liked the Henry. I I just like the one of, for one reason, I had an uncle named Henry, and, and he was oh, cool. Yeah. You don't, you don't hear that name very much anymore, do you? Only in and guns. Then, only in guns, yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. So hopefully um, they'll start chipping these things. You know, we right now it's very difficult to get the ever popular Henry Golden Boy. That's a huge 
we sell a lot of them to banquets because they're well known. They're they're pretty, you know, and and uh, banquets like them a lot. And so um, a smart wo- woman would have probably stocked up on a lot more, but they're they're kind of hard to get. Everything th- is real <laughs> this time of the year. They don't really look at shipping until next month, which is coming up. Okay. Soon. Well, mm-hmm. I think uh, if my uncle were here, he would call that gun the Hank. The Hank, yeah. yeah. They call it the homesteader. Oh, that's cute, too. It Well, it is. And uh, and they're known for cute also in kind of a gun way yeah. on their firearm naming. And uh, kind of an all-around ranch, uh, target, varmint, home defense, mm-hmm. all rolled into one. Okay. So, yeah, that's where kind of... I just, and there's so much out there right now. Uh, this, the handguns especially. There's little variances on the theme on something, and it's new. It's just a lot that boggles You mind, don't have so. one we can look at yet, though? Gosh, no. Okay. I'm I'm just, I'm you know, I, I don't. I just want 500 people to come in and say, where's my hand? Where's my hand? Yeah, where, where's my hand? <laughs> Give me a hand. Let me see a picture of it. All right, got to get running here. Uh, what are your hours, Pat? Our hours are 9 to 6, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5 on Saturday. And uh, come on in, and we're here to help. Thank you very much. Good job. See you later. Keep a tight line, shoot straight, and we'll take a break. And we're going to talk snowmobiling. I believe uh, we've got um, Philip Lockett ready to go. Hang on. Frogman. Clarence Frogman Henry. (laughs) No, that's uh, Domino at the piano. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I can see Philip Lockett dancing around. He's standing next to a snowmobile. There you go. Hey, Phil, good morning. How's it going today, you guys? Oh, I love this weather. This is beautiful, except uh, by Sunday we're going to be down way down there. Yeah, it's going to be short-lived. It's hey, it, it's the January, February in the Northland. What do you expect? Yeah, exactly. Well, <clears throat> the uh, ice fishing tournament on Island Lake by United Northern Sportsmen has been postponed till February. And I will talk about a date. Uh, it's going. They've got it set for a Sunday, so there you go. Oh. Hey, how's how's your trail doing up your way uh, up by Island Lake? Well, I mean, the, most of the trail's in fantastic shape, but uh, we're having the same issues everybody's having. That uh, we haven't had enough enough cold weather up until this point to keep the the swamps frozen up, and we're we're having an issue right out on Hay Bay right now where. Uh, spot opened up pretty good. It was about a ten by ten area right across the whole trail, and it's been it's been opening, and we've been pulling snow in it. But it really got bad this last week, and uh, I was up there uh, earlier uh, this week pulling snow in and and making a bridge across. It just barely got across it with the groomer. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's bad there. So is that where the Abbott Creek comes in and dumps warm water? Yeah, yeah, it's in. Yeah, it comes into Hay Bay there. It's yeah. a little, little flowage, and I don't know what we'll do there. It's we've been we've been uh, cutting wood and pushing it in there for mm-hmm. years, trying to firm it up, but uh, it's it's still pretty pretty mushy. That's too bad. Um, yeah, that that's a, a main attraction right through there too. Yeah, that's the main part of the trail. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, by the time I got there, they were they were uh, busting off all their branches and going out in the woods trying to get through it. So it. It's not, you know, it's never good. We, you know, we try and get out there and mark them and, and, you know, 
And we've had caution signs there yeah. for a couple of years now yeah. because we've had issues there, and it's just yeah. really it's never opened up totally on us like it did this week. So and it's it's bad. Yeah, I remember going through there, my son and I, and boy, did we make a splash. Whew. Yeah, some people, yeah, it's if they're not watching, they end up in it. And, yeah. and it wasn't so bad east to west if you came across it because there wasn't a big ledge on the west side. But mm-hmm. you're going, you know, west to east, there was a huge ledge on the on that side, and I could see people just get smacking right into that. So <laughs> it, it was uh, bad. How about the rest of the trail? And you've had a long trail. Yeah, we're doing pretty well on the rest of it. Uh, there's a little bit opening up uh, again on uh, Sporty Spur, you know, south of the Turner Road. There's a couple little spots we've been to pull, been able to pull snow in, but uh, you know, it's always touch and go in some of those Beaver Dam areas. Uh, we have not actually gone into our our North Swamps um, up in the Three Lakes Road area just because we don't trust it up there, yeah. and you know, we don't get paid to pull these out of the swamp. Yeah. But, yeah, um, we've packed it, and it's it's pretty flat up there. But I'm sure it's getting pretty rough by now. We hopefully after this cold weather, we'll be able to venture up there. We'll see. There you go. Those beavers. Yeah. We have hired uh, a pretty good beaver trapper on our lake to help control the water level. Yeah, it's probably the same guy we've used, and they uh, yeah they do a phenomenal job getting rid of those. Did you get the name from Kip Duncan? Yeah, yeah, he's been around. I'm trying to think of the name of him right now. I can't think of it off the top of my head. It's I've got it in my my book. Yeah, thing. wild something wildlife control and yeah, and uh, yeah, they do a really good job. They, we had a we had a spot a couple of years ago that they took I think it was 13 beavers out of. Woo! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, keep at it. We appreciate all the work that you and your volunteer crews do. Thank you for that. <laughs> sure. All yeah, right. Keep plugging away. Thanks, Philip Lockett. All right. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll see what Johnny's up to. Hang on. One, two, three, here we go. Johnny Charlstrom up on Rice Lake Road. Good morning, John. Good morning. So United, I'll tell you now, United Northern Sportsman's event for Sunday, the outdoor fishing, uh, ice fishing thing, it's going to be postponed until February. That is breaking news. That's a... Uh important to get that out there because boy there's a lot of people that uh that might be showing up for mm. a contest that's mm-hmm. not going to be going that's right and you All probably right. would load up for for bait there for that yeah yeah no we were we were kind of gearing up for a busy weekend with uh, the uns but looks like uh they're going to have that at a better time so a uh, warmer time yeah i think that that should that should work out better for them yep. because i was already kind of feeling sorry for them knowing what was going to happen with the temperatures on sunday yeah yeah that would be uh wind chill dave something like minus 50 well uh, the yeah. weather service says about 31 below for a wind chill oh uh, well still yeah Ooh, that's boy. cold well, yeah. john what have you heard yeah, but UNS is it's it's a it's a real family friendly event, and yep. you don't want to bring a bunch of crumb crunchers out there to forty below. <laughs> I guess so. Hey, uh, how's fishing been though? The weather's been decent. People are still getting out. Um, we got people been a lot of people fishing the harbor, you know, going off of um, mm. over by the um, the the boat club, mm-hmm. and uh, so. So that that end of the uh, park point, there's some pretty decent ice out there. 
and crossing over to the Wisconsin side, uh, sounds like some decent crappies coming out of the ice. Hmm. So it, it might be worth going to, going down. About how deep a water would we look? I think that's a lot of lot of ten foot stuff in there. And if you get closer to the channel, then it drops out to about thirty. But uh, right, there's definitely there's some water out there. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I would think there's a little bit of a current too. Yeah, yeah, definitely little little current. You're gonna want to have some um, fairly heavy jigs or some good split shots to uh. keep that keep keep your bait from swaying too far from the hole. There you go, yeah. Um, archery is always a fun thing, and that's, uh, hey, that's a good hobby to have in the wintertime. You've got a warm shop back there. Yeah, yeah, the heat's on, the, the lights are on. We got the, we got, we got 19, uh, 19 lanes in the in the archery range, and uh, if a person wants to come in and uh, warm up their skills or... Uh, or try it for the first time. We're, we're set up for it. What are your hours for the archery? Archery opens up every morning at nine, closes at eight, seven on Sundays. And the bait shop? Bait shop opens up at six o'clock. Mm. Closes at eight, seven on Sundays. Beautiful. All right, and you got propane and uh, just fun stuff up there. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> You bet. All right, see you later. Johnny Charlstrom, we're going to take a break. we got to hustle. I'm getting behind here. The Minnesota Connection is brought to you by Minnesota News Network. Mining in the early 1920s in Minnesota boomed along at a fever pitch. This week in 1924, all that below-ground activity sparked one of the most terrifying disasters in state history. Miners were pulling manganese from the 200-foot-deep Milford operation north of Crosby. First they heard a roar, then they were hit with what turned out to be a torrent of rushing water and what turned out to be Foley Lake as it suddenly emptied into the mine. Seven escaped, thanks to Clinton Harris, who remained at his post tugging on a rope that sounded a warning whistle. But 41 miners never made it out. Those who survived heard the whistle continue to blow. It went on for four hours until somebody mercifully disconnected it. And that's Minnesota's connection to an industrial disaster. I'm Bill Wise, Minnesota News Network. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Trying to think of the song. Dizzy. Dizzy. All right. Yeah, he tells you right there. I'm the dizzy one. <laughs> I'm dizzy, but I'm talking to Jay at uh, Superior Guns and Ammo in Ogden. Good morning, Jay Bird. Good morning. How's it going over there? Pretty darn good. Anticipating some cold weather after tomorrow. Jeez. That's all right. We uh, we knew what we signed up for when we moved here, right? <laughs> I guess we did. Yeah, we did. We know that we have to buy warm clothes and stick around the house a little bit longer. For about eight months. About okay. Give or take, yeah. But what you've got a lot of fun things going on over there in a beautiful store. Yes, sir. We um we put a little bit of effort into it. We uh we had uh actually some renovations are still ongoing. Mm-hmm. Um, before you ask, the range is still in progress. Mm-hmm. We're uh, we're making good progress over here. Well that's good. Better than backing up. Yeah, there you go. Any ideas? <laughs> no, I won't even ask. 
<laughs> but here's Smart what here's Smart what man. yeah here's what's happening now with with superior guns and ammo. You sell new guns, you sell used guns, and you can even take Dave Strandberg's old Henry that he used when he was a kid. He can bring it in, and you will sell it for him. Absolutely. Um, honestly, my favorite thing to do is I like putting stuff on consignment because ah. we make a little bit of money, and you make a little bit of money. And it keeps my inventory rotating constantly. Yep. So yep. you come in one week, we got something. You come in the next week, it's a whole different shelf out there. Yeah, or we could uh, maybe say, hey, hey, Jay, call me when you get one of these rats and trappers in there. I'm really interested. Exactly. Yeah, yep. we, uh, we have a huge wish list of, you know, folks looking for oddball stuff or hmm. something that they've, you know, they had when they were a kid and they yep. really like to have one again. Yeah, that's a very good point. Uh, any problems? Uh, you're in Wisconsin. I live in Minnesota. The license and transfers and everything are okie dokie. Absolutely. Yeah, um, we have a we have a couple of spots over in Minnesota. So if you come over here and you're looking for a long gun, mm-hmm. no problem. We'll send you out the door with that. Um, if you find a pistol here that you really like and you're from Minnesota, um, what we do is we'll we'll have you pay for it here. We'll take your information, and then we'll send it over to a FFL dealer across the bridge there. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So it is no Not problem. A problem. No, I like that. And you got plenty of ammo. Remember uh, when we first started doing this, you didn't have ammo. <laughs> yes, sir. We, uh, we've stayed stocked pretty well here the last couple of months. Um, and actually, one of the bigger things is we have ammo, but we're also starting to build up our reloading section um, a lot better over here. Um, Bullets are now in stock. We got pretty much anything you could uh, you could want to reload. Um, if you're a new reloader, like you're just trying to get into uh, into reloading, we have a lot of good lock and loads. The uh, classic loaders or um, some of the uh, the Frankfurts, we got some of those over here. Um, so you know, if you're looking to just get started, we got you covered. Or if you're a an old veteran. We got you covered there, too. What's your address? We're at 619 Ogden Avenue. Very good. Jay, we'll uh, see you next week. Keep a tight line, shoot straight. Yes, sir. Thank you. And we've got the legendary Dave Miller coming up in just seconds. Isn't that Lisa Marie's grandpa? (laughs) Yes, it would be uh, actually Lisa Marie's dad. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 that's right. What am I thinking? Wow. Well, he would have been a grandpa, too, but I forget their names. Several times. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was too bad about her. I agree. Cute little girl. Good entertainer in her own right. Mm -hmm. Speaking of entertaining, Dave Miller from Northwest Outlet and Superior. Uh, Good morning. Good morning to the legendary Rick and Dave. <laughs> I got I got to go get a bigger hat now. After you said that I'm legendary, I'm not legendary. <laughs> go to oh, Northwest Outlet. They've got lots of hats. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they'll stretch. <laughs> but you, you know, I'm I'm sitting here in the in the diesel snow shovel and and watching the wind blow over here in Superior right now, and and it's repositioning a lot of snow. <laughs> Yeah. You know, this has been a weird, weird, I don't know, couple of weeks. <clears throat> we get a, two inches here, I blow it, plow it, and then it snows overnight again. Then there's two or three more inches, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
Yeah, you know, it's it's like I've been I haven't been cross country skiing yet. I've been snowshoeing yeah. once, and the rest of the time I've been snow shoveling one way or the other. But the the good news is, is with the cold weather coming, we still have a really good inventory of cold weather clothing. Mm-hmm. We're doing pretty good on the footwear, long underwear. We just got in a bunch of Carhartt. Um, Carhartt's been kind of hard to hard to get, but the, the crew has been working on it. And I see a couple of pallets show up. And so, you know, it's and it's really sad to hear the, the fishing contest is delayed, although yeah. it'll probably be much better in terms of weather and daylight and everything yeah. else. And, and then I, I heard that they were changing something with the ice festival. I think it was to do with the car racing or the motorcycle racing or something. I, I just caught a tidbit on the news, but uh, it, it's going to be interesting. You got the, the Bear Grease sled dog race. Uh, yeah. Uh, this week starting on Sunday. Sunday yeah. I know, yeah, the snowshoe and cross-country ski at Brule is uh, Saturday night, if I remember right, at the after hours. And, you know, there's all kinds of stuff going on. And, by gosh, we got to get out and do something because it's going to be warm and, and sunny and the mosquitoes will be out pre- and the ticks will be <laughs> yeah. out pretty quick. Strandy, you had something on your lips there. What? Oh, the, yeah, they canceled the ice races because well, that was a couple of weeks ago when there was no ice to speak of. So, well, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough one. But it looks like there may be ice now, but it's too late to bring the racing. Well, it's crazy that we don't have ice on Lake Superior. Yeah, it's 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 wrong. All right. Well, you know, the whole month has been mild up until now. So there's a Lake Superior Modus imagery site that comes out of the University of Madison down in Madison, and and there's uh, there's just a little bit of ice around the Apostles, and I mean a little bit, Mm. and up and. Up past Thunder Bay, you know, up and up in there. I, it, yep. But yeah, there's no ice anywhere out on the lake. Yeah, once you get out of the wind, you get a chance. But that ice over there in Shawamigan Bay, I understand they're coughing up some nice fish through the ice. Yep, yep, yep. It's good to get out there, and and so yeah, folks, we you know we've got we got our our clearance sale going on here now too. So whether it's it's like the Columbia and the North Face clothing, you know, the the jackets, the parkas, the 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 bibs, the the snow boots, the, the the mitts and gloves. I see all kinds of. There's an ice fishing. There's some really great deals on electric augers. Um, so, you know, all of that going on. Smartwool. There's specials going on there, and uh, and so we're we're ready for winter. But the deals are even better than they used to be. And and whether it's for the little itty bitty kids or the great big adults, we're we're still doing pretty good on sizes and styles. Nice free parking right at the door too. We try to keep it that way. You bet. Yeah, keep plowing that drive, will you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We got that covered. And when you're so, done, here's my address. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. You got to tell me where Secret Lake is, but we'll keep it a secret. Ten four. Thank you. Okay. See you later. Uh, we're going to scoot up to uh, Pike Lake area in just a second. I was looking at some old video taken by a handheld camera of my son and his hockey team. Mm-hmm. Matt King, you knocked a guy so flat, he's still there. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. I wasn't uh, wasn't very nice when I played hockey those last few years, for sure. You did have an attitude. Trouble was, it was on your own team. Oh, during a practice or mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't remember that, but... Well, the other kid does. Be. He's out to get you. 
<laughs> no, you're you're a pretty good hockey player. You knew what you were doing. Hey, I know you know what you're doing when it comes to fishing because you're right up there by Pike Lake, right across from the Dairy Queen. Um, fishing, I heard on on Pike Lake wasn't wasn't all that bad. Yeah, you know they've been they've been hitting uh, Pike Lake and Caribou quite a bit here the last uh, couple weeks here, and it's uh, you know fishing hasn't been bad like you say. Uh, guys have been getting uh, quite a few panfish, and the guys that uh, you know Pike Lake's a little different. Uh, if you're looking for walleyes, you know you got to kind of know how to fish that lake. It's a little different uh, lake to fish there, but uh, they've been doing well. Um, you know. Especially, I would say the crappies and bluegills on on caribou. Oh, uh, it's been uh, really good. Uh, you got to weed through them. Yeah. Um, there's some, you know, it's not like you're going to catch all bigger ones, but if you weed through them, you can get some, you know, uh, some nice ones for some meals. Um, when so, you talk about yeah. weeding through them, uh, it reminded me I've fished on caribou a few times, and I remember that weed patch out kind of in the middle there was a yep. good spot. Absolutely, it is, and then they've been fishing too off the uh, the deeper hole there from about fifteen to eighteen feet of water. There yeah. has been pretty good. Uh, I know my son did pretty well there uh, last weekend. There, him and his buddy, I think they caught in the two days they caught forty, but they only kept a couple. Um, you know, just a few fish, but they were uh, doing pretty good. So, uh, yeah, it's been pretty good and. You know, we do got a little cold weather, but, you know, during the day, it's still going to be single digits. And mm-hmm. if the wind stays down, we can, you know, you can, if you get your house set up, you can still, uh, you know, fish pretty nice. Um, the one thing I think that's going to help is I think that's going to freeze up the rest of the slush, hopefully. That's hopefully. Up. Right. Right. Good yeah. point. Um, yeah. What kind of depths are you talking about uh, on the other lakes, if have you heard? Um, I haven't heard a lot, you know, that's, um, but I know, you know, I, I really haven't, to be honest. I know the guys, um, the the other guys that we've been really getting in here have been going up to Lake Vermilion yeah. and going up to Lake of the Woods. Um, and I heard Lake of the Woods, um, you know, some of it, if you can get out further, they were doing a little better, um, is what I heard. Um you know, and that's a little different this year because the ice hasn't been as thick as it normally is, you know. Um, yeah. So it's been a little different there, but um, they've been getting some fish. Uh, I heard Boulder's been okay um, for walleyes, um, you know, a little slushy out there, but not terrible. Um, uh, one of my workers was getting around out there the other day with snowmobile, and he said it was fine. Okay. They, they were able to get around and didn't have any issues, so... Um, you know, and they caught a couple of walleyes, so that's, uh, you know, it's been good. Island Lake's been the one that's been the worst from what I understand. I well, uh, hey, a river runs through it, so you can expect it to be uh, goofy. Right, and there, you know, that lake, too, didn't have the ice on it that a lot of these smaller ones did when, when it froze, so uh, when we got all that snow dumped on us. But, uh, yeah, you know, you know doing, uh, still uh, going after northerns, we just sold a whole bunch of... Uh, uh, decoys here this morning and then um, mm. boy we're going through a lot of smelt too a lot of guys going after lake trout you know up north uh you know up yeah. by you so towards ely and up towards the gun flint and sure. stuff like that 
Um, and that fishing, the trout fishing, has been pretty good since that opened. That's what I've heard from quite a few people uh, in the last two weeks since it opened. You've got a a, a great supply of uh, ammunition and guns and stuff. Absolutely, uh, we're uh, we just got in. I tell you what, this last week here now, we've been getting uh, all kinds of new Brownings in, and we got a lot of stuff that's very hard to get some BLRs and some uh, white gold medallion X-bolts and medallion X-bolts. And um, we've got a whole bunch of Benelli's in here now, too. And I just uh, I got like uh, 12 Stogers on the way that should get here today or tomorrow. Um, we're really getting filled up here with a lot of really, really nice stuff. And, and our ammo supply is, uh, you know, pretty pretty good right now. Um, we're, we're getting set up here. I got a bunch of trap loads in and one thing I'll say is um, I'm starting to see some of the prices maybe come down a little bit. About time. Yeah. So that ammo, I got some really good deals on uh, 9 mil ammo and and uh, some oh, just 10 mil, too. That is really good pricing. Um, the cheapest that we've seen in the last few years, for sure. Good. Um, so, you know, hopefully that's a sign of thing, good things to come where we can get uh, – you know, a little better pricing for people so it doesn't cost you so much to go plink and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, play with your toys. In a couple of weeks from now, we'll be talking uh, about the, uh, the, the uh, a fishing show at the deck, and uh, we're going to get Ted Takasaki on the air. Yeah. Uh, Duluth Sports and Travel Show will be there. We're bringing down yep. a whole, uh, well, about half the store, <laughs> so we'll have a lot of stuff there. So. All right. Hey, Matt, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Good job. Have a good weekend. Thanks, thank Matt. Thank you. Matt King, uh, King's Outdoor Adventures, Fisherman's Corner, right across from Dairy Queen. Again, pass the word to uh, your folks that are thinking about it. The United Northern Sportsmen's uh, Ice Fishing Tournament that would have been Sunday, uh, they're looking at the forecast and they say, uh-uh, let's wait till February. And Dave, I'll be here. Hopefully it'll be better then. Yeah. I'll be here next Friday. Good. And then Saturday morning, we're flying south. Oh, nice. So the Friday after that, right. I'll talk to you from, I don't know, Fort Myers, <laughs> I guess. Light snow and the wind is picking up. Oh, it stopped. Temperatures will be going down and uh, stick around for the Bruce Siski show up next. Thanks, Dave.